Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. Thanks for joining us today. I challenge you to another game of Uno, Pedro said from his hospital bed. I tried not to groan. We had played countless games of Uno over the course of his treatment at UCSF, University of California, San Francisco, 11 long hospital cancer unit. I'll play with you as soon as I get back from Starbucks, I told him. I needed a break outside the hospital room, and I kind of hoped he would be asleep before I got back. I thought I was taking good care of myself while my husband fought for his life. I thought I had a self-care routine in place. I never considered that different kinds of self-care will have different results. For example, I spent a lot of time reading to take my mind off long doctor visits, emergency rooms, and the black unknown. But I failed to keep up my physical self-care routines once Pedro transferred from a local hospital to 20,000 miles away. I had all kinds of excuses. Running in a city would choke my lungs. Trails around Bozeman didn't give me shin splints, but sidewalks in San Francisco surely would. I didn't have pepper spray. My running shoes didn't fit in my suitcase. I figured climbing the stairs to the 11th floor of UCSF Parnassus at least once a day counted for physical self-care. Did I mention the pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin scone clutched in my hands as I huffed and puffed up the stairs? I didn't think so. I kept up my journal writing more or less, and read a Bible verse most days. But I spent my creativity on bidding for longer burger baskets on eBay. Don't judge. Baskets hold things, and it takes a creative eye to find the right one. Kind friends gave me gift certificates for a massage a time or two, and I took care of myself by cashing in on the offers. But for the most part, I ignored my needs because Pedro's needs squeezed me like a lemon press. I brought water, played Uno, reported new symptoms to doctors or nurses, scrounged for clean gowns or bedding, fielded inquiries from worried family and friends, located appetizing food, fought with insurance companies, parented long distance, and uttered desperate prayers. The results of this type of self-care routine for me proved disastrous. Pedro fared better. There really are different types of self-care. Pedro recovered from his catastrophic case of cancer. He had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma with central nervous system involvement. The survival rates in 2003 hovered around 15%. But within a year of his stem cell transplant, he regained most of the 60 pounds he had lost and most of his mobility. The 60 pounds I'd gained during his illness still clung to me a year later. I felt lethargic and depressed. The types of self-care I practiced didn't do much to take care of me. It took a decade for me to recover from Pedro's nine months of cancer. I didn't have wonderful self-care habits before cancer struck, maybe because I grew up in an era where super moms reigned. Society told me I could work full-time, parent full-time, help out at my local church, do community service, keep my house clean, cook nutritious family meals, stay in shape, have a near-perfect relationship with my husband, and have well-behaved kids everyone loved. Yeah, right. But I believed it, which left me with no time for regular, healthy self-care. 
Now that I've gained granny status, I've also acquired a bit of wisdom about different types of self-care. We, especially women, need to take care of ourselves. I've divided the four types of self-care into four categories. Just think of MAPS, because MAPS always help you find your destination. The acronym stands for the types of self-care we should all focus on. Mental, academic and artistic, physical, and spiritual. If you don't choose to start practicing healthy self-care, you will lose. And not the kind of good losing either. You'll lose your peace of mind, your self-esteem, your physical health, and your spiritual anchor. Balance plays a key role in the types of self-care. When I only nurtured my need for reading and escape, the mental, physical, and spiritual aspects of my life suffered. Realizing I needed to make changes meant accepting the changes would take time. The process of focusing on multiple types of self-care would help me grow stronger in all areas. A word of caution, though. We don't turn into puffy couch potatoes overnight. Likewise, we can't expect instant results when we start a journey towards better physical self-care. As tempting as comparing your progress with someone else's progress might seem, don't do it. Just as mental, academic, artistic, and spiritual wholeness take time to achieve and require frequent adjustments and tune-ups, so physical wholeness takes time as well. Have patience with the process. Life is a journey, not a destination. And everyone's journey to better self-care starts in a different place. And that's okay. Maybe you start a walking routine because a counselor or magazine article touts the benefits for your mental health. Perhaps you want more energy to pursue an academic or artistic endeavor. Maybe you realize you long for the ability to chase after your kids or grandkids without feeling as if a coronary event might clothesline you. My defining moment occurred when I saw a photo a school yearbook student had snapped of me. I looked frumpy, grumpy, and overwhelmed, despite the smile on my lips. The woman in the photo looked like the mom who couldn't keep up with her teenagers. I knew I needed to make changes in my physical self-care routine if I wanted to enjoy the next stages of my girls' lives. Here are six hacks to help you start on your journey to better physical self-care. And remember, physical self-care is just one of the four areas of self-care that we need to pay attention to in our lives. Hack number one, take a self-inventory. What do you hope to accomplish by increasing your physical self-care? Improved health? Weight loss, more energy, better habits, setting a good example for your kids, overcoming a health problem, whatever it is, write it down. If we don't know why we want to change our physical self-care habits, we probably won't take the time to change them. Hack number two, list them. Make a list of your five worst health habits. Be brutally honest with yourself. You know what they are. No one needs to point them out to you. We all have them, even healthy-looking people. Hack number three, assess the list. Circle those things you can tackle on your own. Get more sleep each night, for example. That's one I have a lot of control over, so I would circle that one. Underline things you want to do with a friend and put a star next to items you'll need professional help for. Let's say you want to quit smoking or you have another life-threatening habit. Hack number four, be like Nike. Just do it. Set your alarm to go to bed earlier if you think you need more rest. Figure out what you can cut out of your day. Social media? Candy crush? Phone a friend and schedule a regular hike or walk together. 
and call your doctor and make an appointment for a thorough health screening and share your list of what you'd like to change and your goals with your doctor. I know that sounds kind of corny. Exercise and diet programs always say, please consult your doctor before starting. But you never know if you have an underlying health condition that is causing you to, say, not get enough sleep or to be overweight. Hack number five, give yourself a system of goals and rewards. We need extrinsic motivation to start better habits. Over time, the intrinsic reward of the new behavior will replace the need for extrinsic motivation. Kendra Cherry says, while intrinsic motivation is often seen as the ideal, both extrinsic motivation and intrinsic motivation are important ways of driving behavior. We like rewards. We like winning. So go ahead and set up some rewards for yourself. You can have a manicure or pedicure when you reach a goal. Or you might buy yourself some cool aromatherapy oils. There's all sorts of things that you could do that won't make you gain weight or ruin your health. Hack number six, banish discouragement. Use your growth mindset. When you feel like giving up because progress doesn't happen overnight, remind yourself that it will happen. Use positive self-talk such as, I can't run a mile yet, but I will be able to as my health improves. Avoid self-talk filled with absolutes such as, I'll never lose this weight, or I'll never get a good night's sleep. Those sorts of conversations with yourself are self-defeating. My journey to improve the types of self-care I practiced has lasted for years. It took me almost a year to lose the extra 60 pounds I put on during Pedro's cancer. Now, I can do crazy things such as hike from the rim of the river and back to the rim of the Grand Canyon in one day and chase my grandson around. Of course, every journey has a few detours, and at times I've gained back some of the weight and lost some of my conditioning. But I know that my best self always develops when I move forward, because forward movement creates forward momentum. So don't forget these six self-care hacks. Hack number one, take a self-inventory. Hack number two, list your bad habits. Hack number three, assess and prioritize what you want to tackle first. Hack number four, just do it. Take one step forward. Hack number five, set up a system of goals and rewards. Hack number six, banish discouragement. Learn to use your growth mindset. I'll leave links in the show notes with more information about growth mindset. Come back next week when I share five hacks that you can take today to improve your health for tomorrow. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.